there is nothing worse than potential unrealized. We all have things that hold us back. What if we could find a way to get us unstuck? I'm Lachelle Weemey, and I am gonna walk alongside you as you make the decision to get unstuck. Tune in as I help you realize that you are not alone, inspire hope, and offer practical solutions to help you step boldly into the life that you are meant to live. everybody, welcome to the Unstuck Podcast, and today I get the chance to interview my new friends, Lane Waller. Guys, she is so inspirational. The two of us met, we connected instantly, and her heart is so big, and she is so impressive, so I cannot wait for you to hear all about the things that she's accomplished, but she has a real passion for helping other people get through the things that are kind of keeping them stuck as well. So, Lane, girl, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. All right. So let our guest get to know you a little bit. Tell us about something, anything really that you feel most proud of. It could be personally, professionally, but this is your chance to brag on yourself, girl. So you go right ahead. I think what I'm most proud of is I am a mother of three. So I remember growing up and my mom was working three jobs and she's a single mother. And I always wanted her to be able to participate in certain activities at school, school trips, parent-teacher conferences. And she was always working. So she had to reschedule another way or she couldn't make it. But I realized that she was always working to make sure that we either had food on the table or clean clothes on our back. So we would never go without So I always said that, yeah, my mom did her best, but I want to be able to do better. So when I have children, I want to be able to provide more for them. So whenever there's a school trip, whenever there is a function, I'm able to look at my schedule, take off and just go without someone harassing me or calling me or potentially getting fired. And that's the dream that I have, but I didn't really put it into place about three years ago when it was flu season and each of my children were getting sick at different times. So imagine just going into work and you have to leave work and you have to stay for the day and then you come back and you got to leave again. And eventually I was like, okay, my job is going to fire me because I keep missing days because my children are sick and I don't have really have anyone to watch them. So I said, I need to find something in place. I was already, you know, struggling with my finances and I was already trying to learn how to get that back on track because it was so hard to find somebody to help me. So after learning so much about it, I decided to just help others. But that also put in place for me to stay home with my children just in case they were sick, just in case they were any school functions. And I didn't realize that it was so important until my youngest daughter, who had a kindergarten trip, and we're going to the movies. And she was like, Mom, you see my friend right there? I was like, yeah. She was like, her mom never comes to her school functions because she's always working. And she's like, I'm so lucky that you can just take off of work whenever you want. And I'm like, wow, that's exactly what I've always wanted. And they notice it. And, you know, sometimes as parents, we do the best that we can. We don't really have the freedom to just up and leave whenever we want. But I'm just grateful that I have that luxury because it is a luxury. I have that freedom for my children and they appreciate that. And it makes our relationship so much better. They're so connected to me. Your children are connected to you because you are their parent, but it's so different when you're 
honestly just always there for any little thing. It's the smallest thing, and they they jump for joy, and that is what I'm most proud of. That I have the luxury of being there for my children whenever they need me, wow, no that's, hesitation. That's amazing, and what I'm hearing from that is just really how you took what you maybe didn't love about some of the things in your childhood. And Mm -hmm. you chose to make that the catalyst to how you wanted to be a mom and a parent. And instead of kind of succumbing to the reality of life, you're like, no, I'm going to figure out how. I'm going to figure out a way to make this work so that I can still be a successful person bringing in an income, but also be the mom that I want to be. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing professionally these days. Right now, I am considered a tax reduction strategist, as well as a financial educator and speaker. So our company, me and my fiance, we found it together, but our company assists corporations by using bookkeeping and tax strategies within the tax code to help their company receive the most deductions legally (laughs) while (laughs) assessing the financial health of their company. So whether it is tax planning, tax resolution, bookkeeping, payroll, as well as some financial education for whether it's them or their staff. Uh, That's what we help with. What makes us so different from others is because you see a lot of people that are doing taxes, uh, bookkeeping, even tax resolution. Uh, We're really personable with our clients because a lot of our clients are scared to talk to either attorneys, CPAs, because they feel like they're that big title scares them. It feels like they're going to look like an idiot because they don't know certain things Mm -hmm. within their business when it comes to their accounting. And what we want to do is make that process a smooth and clean process for them. We want to make sure that they're absolutely comfortable with what's going on within their company, comfortable with their numbers, and also make them feel comfortable with just learning. Like when you have a business, you're always a student. You're not going to know everything. And that's the great thing about partnering with other people because they're experts in their field. When you partner with those people, you get to learn a little bit more about what you need within your company. So that is what I love about it. We started with credit restoration. And credit restoration was really, really great. But I feel like there's a bigger need for taxes, especially when it comes to small businesses, because they don't really know much of the advantages that they can take. That they, that they can take. So uh, once we dove in to taxes, because I, I was doing taxes for seven years, but actually taking it serious and getting certified with the IRS. And soon I'll have my enrolled agent uh, cert- certification or license where I had the same capabilities as a CPA to represent my client in court in front of the IRS. We're very, very like happy that we're going in that direction. And it's so important to niche down in your industry, whatever yeah. industry you're in, definitely niche down and don't try to target everyone because you're not going to be able to. Yeah. So finally, making small mistakes in our business and realizing we couldn't do everything. We just had to pick like which one is the thing that we enjoy the most that we can do. And we pick taxes. Oh, that's awesome. And it sounds like you kind of took something that you were interested in and you created a business for yourself in order for you to have the life that you are living now, which is amazing. And I think that so many people just need to hear that right now and saying like, you can, if you're determined enough, you can find a way to make something work and you don't have to stay victim or stay stuck in your, in your current circumstances. And I think that's going to segue into really what I want to have the meat of our conversation today is to help our audience realize that even some successful people like you, who sounds like an amazing businesswoman and a mom, you probably have had things in your life that have made you feel stuck or hopeless or helpless. And I would love for you just to tell us a little bit about that so that we can learn from you on how you got out of it. So if you would just kind of give us an idea of what you've been through. 
Okay, so one of the things that I've been through was previously, I was married for five years, and then we ended up getting a divorce. And that's who I had my three children by. But I was not prepared for that divorce. So not being prepared for that divorce financially, mentally, even spiritually, it broke me down. So I went from probably living a great married life financially to having to look for two jobs and basically try to make ends meet. Now, granted, me and my ex-husband are really, really cordial now, but back then we hated each other. So he wouldn't help me. I didn't want to talk to him. And it really put me in a depression state. So I felt like I wasn't a good enough mom. I felt like I wasn't a good enough person. My family had issues. Basically, everyone had issues. And I honestly did not want to do it anymore. I constantly felt like I had anxiety. And I sometimes I would get up knowing that I had to take my children to school, knowing that I had to go to work. It'll be some days when I tell them, I'm not taking you guys to school. I'm just not doing it right now. I, I don't feel like it. And I would feel so bad because... As a parent, you have to be responsible and take your children to school, make sure they do their homework, and it'll be months where I just didn't want to do any of that. When I realized that it was taking over my life, I said, you know what, I need to go talk to someone before something dangerous happens. Mm -hmm. uh, because if you let your mind trick you, you'll do crazy things to yourself thinking that this is the only way out. And it's really not. You have to go and talk to someone. So I started looking around, and I found a therapist. And she really uplifted me. She didn't try to say that a lot of other women are going through the same thing because it doesn't compare. You can be going through something I'm going through, but my feelings could be different from yours. Mm -hmm. So she just tried to point out all the good attributes that I had versus all the negative ones that are putting in my mind and compare them and see which one holds the most weight, which was the good attributes. So she wanted me to practice several things on a daily basis and be consistent at it. Number one, she wanted me to remove all the negative aspects in my life. So anything that was negative that was putting me down, whether it was people, whether it was things, throw it away. Don't even talk about it anymore. Don't hang out with those people anymore. Just if they're bringing you down, leave them alone. And that was one of the hardest things because I had a lot of toxic people around me, but I didn't know that they were toxic. I'm a very extroverted person. I'm super friendly. I, I'm outgoing. I talk to everyone. I had to realize like I can't talk to everyone about my issues because I may think that they're for me and they're probably really not and they're talking about me, mm -hmm. which was happening. So I had to let a lot of people go. I had to let a lot of bad habits go, just constantly drinking so much, hanging out with people that I was supposed to hang out with and being up all types of nights <laughs> when yeah. I should be sleeping mm -hmm. and making sure that I'm being responsible and getting up for work in the morning. And I was just up two, three o'clock in the morning, just being irresponsible. I had to let all that stuff go. When I finally was consistent in letting that stuff go, I decided to go back to the gym. And when you're stressed out, the gym is such a huge outlet for you because you don't have to be the expert and you don't have to be someone who is trying to lose weight or gain weight, but just for you to be on the treadmill or for you to lift dumbbell here or there and for you to push your body and your mind to get it done is something that really, really helped me. Another thing is I start to journal. Journal and also people think like, oh, if you talk to yourself, you're crazy. But sometimes you have to stand in the mirror, look at yourself and talk to yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if you let those negative thoughts get to you, which I still practice right now, like I look in the mirror and I tell myself like, girl, you're confident. Girl, you're beautiful. 
you can do whatever you put your mind to. Uh, you're an amazing mom. Yes, you're going to make mistakes. You're not perfect. Be okay with not being perfect. And whatever that I'm having an issue with, I just write it down. And I look back at it and I reflect on what happened that made me feel that way and what can I do for it to change it so I don't feel that way all the time. Now, granted, every day is not going to be a good day. But when you do have a bad day, understand that it's just one bad day. Tomorrow is a new day and you get to start over. And that's how I look at it. If I have a bad day, I'm like, okay, tomorrow is a new day. What can I do better to make sure that I don't have such a bad day? And sometimes it's not really a bad day. Sometimes we just overreact. That's another thing. We can overreact not realizing that it's not really a bad day. Something probably didn't go our way and now we consider it to be a bad day. That doesn't mean it's a bad day. Try to change your circumstance and see what solutions you can find to make that day even better. So that is what works for me. And having to understand that we as women, we're going to go through so much, especially as mothers. And we have to realize that we're not perfect. And we're going to have mom guilt, like, okay, if I don't do this, you know, my children are going to hate me if I'm not here for this. You're not going to be here for everything. You have to be able to find a strategic way. I don't believe anything as far as balance, but try to find a way to where everyone is satisfied and also talking to your family, like talking to your children, being honest with them. I talk to them all the time now. And you have to start at a certain age, but my son, he's the oldest and he's about to be 10. And I tell him like, hey, man, I just need a break for like two hours if you could do me a favor and look after your siblings you know if you need something you know where to find it don't touch the stove but yeah. i just need two hours to myself and he's like okay mom that's fine yeah i understand you're tired and if you don't talk to your children about that or be honest with them they're gonna feel like you're superwoman yeah. and i said oh i'm not superwoman i'm not perfect i am going to try and i also don't promise them anything <laughs> I'm going to try and they take it because I'm being very honest with them. Yeah, that's so awesome. And you know, you gave me an aha moment right now just saying that your son could help you out by watching his siblings and giving you two hours. And I am going to guess that he's like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I get to help my mom. Yes. Like he's, he's feeling like he's doing something for you and he's feeling important and it's not it's the totally opposite of neglect. Like, oh, you know, don't bother me for two minutes or two hours. Like, I need a break from you guys. It's, hey, buddy, like, I need your help. And now all of a sudden he's feeling on top of the world because he's helping his mom out. Yeah. And you guys are, you know, it's just that's a really, really cool perspective. And I thank you for that. And yeah. you know, going back to when you were going through your divorce, it sounds like that was a totally different person than you are now. And you've given us a lot of hope because it sounds like that was a really hard time for you. You it sounds like you were going through a depression that you oh weren't, yes you weren't getting that was the hardest time in my life. I would probably say I've been through a lot of other crazy things, but that one put the nail in the coffin. Yeah, <laughs> that was really hard. And is there anything else you shared? Some amazing tips, and it sounds like you know you really recognize the power of choice, right? You had yes. to make a choice to get out of that. But sometimes when you're depressed, like making that choice seems like that is the hardest thing in the world to do. So how did you get to the point where you were ready to make that choice? Was it just that kind of hit a point where you're like, I need to do something? Tell us about that. I believe that when you have amazing people in your life that actually care about you, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's a significant other. And at that point, I wasn't dating or anything, but I remember my friend Angela, she would call me like, hey, girl, you okay? Hey, girl, you okay? Hey, girl, you okay? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. And the responses started to be the same. 
So she started to come over like, no, get up out the bed. Let's go do something. Let's go. My birthday was coming up one year and I just didn't want to celebrate. She's like, no, let's go to Charlotte. Let's have a nice weekend. Let's relax. Like you work so much. You are going through so much. Let's get out of the house. Like, please. Like she was dragging me. She's like, I'm not leaving until you come. And sometimes you're not going to be able to do it by yourself. It's hard to get out of that mindset. Sometimes you do need a good support system that's not going to give up on you. Now, if you're someone who's going through depression and nobody notices, that's a problem. That's a big, big problem. Because then it makes you feel like no one really cares until it's something that's good for them, until it benefits them. And my mom noticed, but my mom couldn't bring me out of it. My brother noticed, but he couldn't bring me out of it. But my friend did not give up on me. Mm. She was like, hey, let's go to the gym together. She was basically my accountability partner. So every time I felt like, no, I'm just not going to go, she would still come to my house, stay outside, honk the horn, hey, let's go, get dressed, we're going to the gym. You're going to feel better after this. And she was right. So I'm like, oh, gosh, she's not going to leave. Let mm-hmm. me just get up, get dressed, and go. Sometimes you need someone in your life that's going to constantly push you to where you will be able to push yourself. And that's what, exactly what she did. She got me to the point where I didn't need her to go to the gym with me. I didn't need her to remind me to get out of the bed. I didn't need her to remind me to go to my therapist. I just started to push myself because she made it a habit for me. She didn't mm-hmm. give up on me. So it made me not give up on myself. And also, I just didn't want to disappoint her. After being around her for so long and all the great things she was telling me, like, girl, you just got to be hopeful. You just got to have faith. You got to keep going. She's like, two, three years from now, you're going to laugh at this whole thing. And I'm like, no, I'm not. It's not funny. And she's right. I do laugh at it right now. Like, wow, I was really going through all of that. And I really thought that I wouldn't be able to make it here. And here I am. And she was right. And I thank her all the time. And I tell her that if it wasn't for you, I don't know where I would be. And she's like, I was just doing my job. I wasn't going to let you just sunk in your misery. You're too beautiful. You're too smart. She's like, I never met anyone who has your work ethic. So I wouldn't allow you to stay in that position and having a good support system is so so important to me to where I just pass the baton if I feel like somebody's going through something now I try to reach out to them at least I reached out Mm -hmm. if you don't talk to me it's okay but at least I reached out hey girl are you okay I'm praying for you if you need to talk that's fine you know if you don't want to talk to me that's okay as well but let me know because I had someone who did it for me Mm -hmm. and I try not to give up on anyone that's going through that it's a really hard season And sometimes you're not going to be able to get yourself out of it. Sometimes you need someone to pull you out of that with you. Like, come on, I got you. Let's go. Get out of there. That's amazing. And it sounds to me like you took that bad experience and that you shaped who you are now based on that and what you've learned from that so that you can be that person now. And you're finding the gift in your sorrow. Yes. (laughs) I know already that you're a gift to so many other people because of that. So thank you. For yeah, that absolutely. Who you are. So I'm going to guess then, because of what you've already talked about, that even though you've been through this really, really tough thing and you've survived it and you're thriving right now, you still sometimes have days that are bad. You mentioned it a little bit ago. Tell us a little bit more about that and some of the things that you do on a daily basis. Because here's the deal. I think sometimes when we make our minds so strong like you did when you got through that divorce and that depression. I think that sometimes what we do is we get really down on ourselves because we know we're capable of really amazing things and we know how powerful our mind is. And so when we become weak again, 
we get even down on ourselves because I'm like, gosh, dang it. Like, you should know better than this. Like, why are you letting your mind go this way? And then it's like that just starts this whole cycle again of, you know, I thought I was better than this and I'm not and I'm weak and I'm all these things. I don't know. Is that just me? Maybe it's just me. No, it's not just you. It's not. So tell us about how you maintain your mindset and get through the bad days that come and go now. Right now, it's been a little, I wouldn't say it was harder. I don't say it's harder now because then when I go through something, I'm like, man, two, three years ago, you were at your worst place. So number one, stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Relax. Stop it. Your head is just getting to you. Your mind is just such a tricky place sometimes. And it'll seriously like play tricks on you. So what I do now is I try to walk away from a situation and try to think. Because the first thing I want to do now is when I'm having a bad day, I instantly get angry. I have a short temper. So I have to learn patience. And I'm like, okay, calm down and just think. So I have to isolate myself for about 20 minutes just to think peacefully about the next step that I want to do. And then afterwards, I find something that's going to calm me down, soothe myself. So I don't look into any work. People like put themselves like, okay, let me just work. I'm not going to stay focused working. So I turn off all the work, turn off the computer, and I'm either going to plan to go boxing. I'm either going to go outside with my children. I'm like, hey, guys, or do you want to go get some ice cream? So I'm like, get dressed. I don't care how you look. I don't care if you have two different shoes on. Let's go get some ice cream. (laughs) So I either go get some ice cream with them or I go to the gym or I start going on a walk. So our neighborhood, we have this nice little trail. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go on a walk depending on how the weather is. But the two things now that help me is boxing. Boxing is one of those things that you can release a huge outlet. I didn't think about it before because it's very intense, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But after you're done, you're like, wow, that was really amazing. Like, I get to push all my frustrations without having to hurt anyone. Yeah. So boxing was amazing. And then going on a walk and just clearing your mind and also talking yourself into the positive thing that's going to happen. So yeah, you may have had a bad day, but never allow certain things to come out of your mouth that you're weak and you're stupid and you're dumb. And I'm like, no, I'm not that. I'm not a fool. I'm not an idiot. You know, I just made a mistake, you know, and I have to learn from it and that's it. And I'm going to do better. And I keep telling myself, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. I'm going to be better. I'm just learning. I'm learning at the end of the day. And that's what I tell other people. You're just learning. Don't ever... Tell yourself that you're dumb or you're ugly, you're stupid. No, it's just a lesson to learn. Do better next time because things are not going to be perfect. And I think that's what we look for. We look for everything to be perfect or the way we want it. If it was so easy for us to get what we wanted, we would have had it by now or everyone would have had it. But you honestly have to be patient and keep working. And when it comes, it comes on time and it's absolutely amazing. You're like, wow, I went through all of this. And it's finally here. And when it gets there, it's an amazing feeling. So you never want to feel like you're not worth it because you are. You're Mm -hmm. absolutely worth it. It's going to be a bad day sometimes. And it's okay. for It's okay to have bad days. (laughs) It's okay to have bad days. That's amazing. Okay, girls. So you have been such an inspiration to me. And I know that the people listening are going to be inspired by you and your story. Do you have any last, you know, advice to instill hope, inspiration, tips in general that we haven't discussed that you want to share before we end our our time together? For you to get out of your head sometimes, listen to some amazing podcasts. 
podcasts are amazing. Sometimes turn off the music and listen to a different voice that's going to uplift you. I love podcasts. I, li- I listen to it when I'm at the gym. I listen to it when I'm in the shower. I listen to it when I'm cooking. Uh, I listen to it when I'm in the car because if I'm going to either an event, going to meet someone, whatever it is, I want some positive words or affirmations to be instilled in my mind. So something for me to keep thinking of what someone talked about, listening to other people's stories and what they've been through and realize like, wow, this person's been through all of that. I need to stop complaining because I don't know how I would have been going through all of that stuff. So podcast is something that is absolutely amazing that I feel like a lot of people should listen to, including yours. I do this. (laughs) Thanks, girl. I do the same thing. That's exactly how I am. I'm listening to podcasts in the shower while I'm cooking, while Uh I'm cleaning, while I'm getting ready for work, while I'm in the car, like totally do the same thing. So what are some of your favorites that our listeners can explore? So some of my favorite podcasts, one is the Girl CEO podcast. Okay. That is with my mentor, Ronnie Brown. She has an amazing, she talks about business, money, but she talks about being the CEO of your life and your family because she's a mom as well. Yeah. So talking about different aspects with that. The Stranded Phase with Jessica Hurley. And she talks about being in a stranded area, uh, but finding ways to come out of that particular area. So that's a really good podcast. Another one is called uh, Create and Prosper Podcast, as well as Wealth Building Mama. (laughs) I like all of those. All about moms and different things that they go through and different ways to build wealth and also build themselves up as a mother. So those are some of my favorite podcasts that I listen to on the regular. Sometimes I let the episodes build up so I can binge. (laughs) Yes, yes, I do the same thing. Yeah, so that's always, I don't even wait till episode comes out. I wait till like three episodes and I watch, I listen to all three of them. So I love podcasts. I think podcast was like the best thing invented uh, since music because sometimes you just turn the music off and listen to a great podcast, someone else's voice. People don't understand that someone else's voice, especially someone who's probably going through the same thing as you can resonate more to you with their words, what they're going through more than music. Yeah. So that's one of the things. And reading a book, whether it's an audio book or a regular book, I'm old, I have to have an actual book in my hand. I have to order, I have to fill the pages, I have to read the words. I can't listen to an audio book and I can't read a book on my iPad. I can't do it. I have to have the actual book. So I think of like me having a whole library and I have a bookcase right now and it's full of books. I'm going to have to get a second one. Uh, but reading books is something to take your mind off of things. It can be any book you want. It could be something that's motivational, inspirational, business, whatever, something that's relatable to your industry, but definitely pick up a book. You know, you'll learn something. What are your top, (laughs) and this is a really hard question. I don't know if I could answer it, but what are your top two books that you would recommend for people? Ooh, okay. So my top two right now is Atomic Habits. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes. Atomic Habits is so amazing. And I stumbled upon that book by accident. I was in the supermarket and this older lady was pushing her car and she was like trying to juggle her purse and the car and her keys and her purse fell and the book fell out. And I was like, oh, what book is that? She's telling me all about it. She's like, you need to order it. She's like, you need to order it. It's really, really good. And I was like, okay. So I ordered it and I fell in love with it. Just learning of how a simple habit can turn into a bigger habit that can change the whole transition of your day, your week, your goals. I was like, okay, I love this book. And I refer back to it all the time. I would recommend it to anyone. It's absolutely amazing. It's actually on my resources list on the website as well. So one of my favorites. Yes. Yes. My second one is Principles. 
principles is really really good uh and who is it by i forgot who's it by but it's really really good and he talks about the different principles that you should practice in your life that will make your life more easier so whether it is a principle of being able to be more kind to people is by ray dalio okay cool Having principles of setting better expectations for yourself, having principles of being a parent is a really thick, <laughs> it's a really thick book. I didn't think it was that big. I'm almost done with it, but those are my top two. Awesome. Uh, it teaches you a lot. It makes you just people who've been in certain different stages in their life and are now successful. And you ask them like, hey, you know, how did you become so successful? And you think it's about money, and it's really not. And they're like, I just wanted to do something that's going to make me happy. And it's not about the money. It's about being able to make changes in other people's lives, and then the money will just come. Mm. And that's basically what it is. And we make it so complicated thinking we need to do all these different things. And it just has to be simplified. Like, what makes you happy? Right. Are you going to continue to do that to continue to bring happiness to your life and your children and your family? your team, whatever it is, just continue practicing those same principles and don't change them. You know, don't compromise your principles for any sort of fame or money because eventually you're not going to be happy. Right. Those are all amazing tips. And gosh, this entire time together, people are going to be inspired by your story. They are going to appreciate your practical tips that you've given all of us. And I cannot thank you enough. So how can people get a hold of you if they're like, oh my gosh, this woman is amazing. I need to talk to her about something in my life, whether it be finances, because that's what your specialty is now with your business, or yes. just inspiring them through their hard times. How can they get a hold of you? So they can either get in touch with me on Facebook is Elaine B, L-A-I-N-E-B. <laughs> Instagram is Elaine B, CEO, and LinkedIn is Elaine B, Waller. So. Awesome. Awesome. We love it, girl. Thank you so much for everything. And I cannot wait for people to get to know you and to continue to watch your story because you are an inspiration to me every day. Thank you so much. I appreciate being here. Thank you so much. Now, don't forget to hit subscribe so that you don't miss any of this awesomeness. And I will see you here next week as we discover ways to get ourselves unstuck and walk together in order for all of us to step boldly into the life that we are meant to live. Now enjoy our imperfect outtakes. Bye. And, and I'm, I know already that you're a gift.